0: Welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show Special Rulaska Thoughts Edition. My name is Joe Batanz and I am joined, as always, by one amazing, if not ill, co-host from the podcast pod is my co-pilot. Please say... To Taylor... The latte boy Evan is going to be so mad when he hears that because what that is is yesterday a friend of the show Sweet Michael snuck up behind Evan at work, okay, and filmed it and scared him and that was the noise Evan made. Oh, okay. <laughs> when Sweet <laughs> Michael awesome. scared, I'm kind of obsessed with it because like I wish you could see the video. It's like it's not like a a, a natural sound.
1: <gasps>
0: that was Evan scared. Uh, that's an not,
1: odd yeah. That's an odd response to being scared. Yeah, well, least mm-hmm. we sound more defeated than scared at this
0: point. Yeah. And uh, I would have had uh, Evan sit in for you for the main show, but then you would have said this. Do you know what it's like to lose a lip
1: sync to a partially sedated tweet?
0: Okay. So first things first, you know, I hated doing this show. That was good. Thank you. Thank you. Let me tell you this. So, you know, I find out uh, you know, Taylor was very very sick and so uh I had to do the show solo last night. And I've been I've been tossing the idea around in my head. Cause I couldn't sleep last night cuz I was like, I just re- I just released a very boring episode. We'll get to that in a second. But I what I the, the conundrum I've had in my head is if you have to miss if Taylor has to miss a show, does, is it perfect is it better for Taylor to miss a show like this? Like the one last night or is it better for Taylor to miss an important show. Here's why. Let, let me hear you. Let me, I want you to get your thoughts on this. Because you missed last night's show, right? But literally, like, who cares? It's a fucking blah episode, you yeah. know? But that yeah. made it harder for me to do a solo show. Okay?
1: Uh, okay. You made the comment earlier about you thought the show was boring. And I listened to the show this morning from my convalescent bed. And... I didn't think it was boring. You sounded crazy a couple of times. <laughs> With the you, Hamburger Mary's? The Hamburger Mary's thing, and you went off on this whole other tangent that I can't remember. But Andy Warhol? Of. Yeah. It reminded me of the meme that they use of Charlie Day from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, where he's trying to explain something, and his eyes are all red, and he looks crazy. and he's ho- That's kind of what it reminded me of. You, you definitely went into these... Tunnels and turns and twists and everything that I was a couple of times. I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? But
0: well, have, have you been to this hamburger Marys? Have you had their food? Yeah, I don't want to.
1: That's, I wasn't trying to, I wasn't trying to trigger you. Uh, yes, I've been to hamburger Marys. I've been a couple of
0: times. Can you imagine winning a year's supply of hamburger no. Marys?
1: No. And when she said you win a year's supply of hamburger Marys, my first thought was, oh God, Joe is going to go off on that. Other <laughs> episode. It tried, <laughs> and and you didn't disappoint. It's not quite to the uh, uh, Dustin Lance Black oh. rant. Now that is a if classic.
0: Was, if Dustin Lance Black was at Hamburger Mary's, right? We, yes. <laughs> if he did a commercial supporting their hamburgers. <laughs> Oh, my goodness it would it would be a never and it the rant would still be going on to this day exactly. now, let me ask you this question because you know the one thing we want to get in this is special for our patreon fans is we want to get your thoughts so what we're going is we're because you know here's the good thing that we could totally do right now, and it would basically be a real ask of thoughts is clearly I've given my forty five minutes of thoughts on this episode. I also want to hear your thoughts on the looks, but um. But we could do—I mean, there's, what's funny is it would have—had you been there, it still would not have been a, been a very long episode. I only pulled, like, eight or nine clips. Yeah. It weren't that wasn't that much to pull. So let's actually talk here. I'm going to just run through it. We'll get your thoughts— uh, where the girls walk back into the workroom to remove their drag. Kennedy expresses her sadness at the departure of her friend. Ben calls for the girls to be out there. Shangela and Trixie – okay, who cares about that? We don't need to get your thoughts on Shangela and Trixie some more. Okay. Well, do you, want, do you have anything to say about that? No. Yeah. Uh, do, you, do you have anything to say about the mini-challenge? What, yeah, what were your thoughts on the mini-challenge? I liked drag. the
1: mini-challenge. I thought it was a quick, fast – enjoyable i mean i think some of the looks were definitely better than others um you said that you liked aja's the best i actually kind of liked bb's the best i thought bb's was probably the most 70s inspired where i didn't necessarily get that aja looked great Mm -hmm. but i thought her look was more 40s Kind okay. of, or even, yeah, yeah, Even like late, like that late sixties kind of with like the dark eyeliner and stuff. I, I
0: did it I I thought of all of the ones that were done, but that, that but okay, that's a very good point. And what I'm going to say to you is one. I felt it, that Aja was the best among equals. I, th- I felt that they were all pretty good. One, two. I feel, and this is where it gets tricky with this episode. I went there with the soup can rant that I did. Is They try to put Warhol in this one very small period, and I feel he encapsulated so much more. So to me that the Warhol painting look was very 60s, you know, uh, and unnecessarily – Yeah, but he did that
1: all through the 70s, though. That's – But remember the Madonna one –
0: no, Madonna. Madonna would love that I said this. The Marilyn Monroe one, you know, she was dead in the 60s, and he's just taking her photo and putting it in that style.
1: But I guess when he actually photographed models – and again, we'll have some art school – Oh, yeah, we're going to have something like, yeah, you don't get what's yeah, Right. But I mean, you know, I I, I think about like Liza and I think about Farrah. He did one of Farrah Fawcett and Mm -hmm. he did one of Grace Jones. And those are all very 70s versus, you know, if you take a picture of Marilyn Monroe, much like how he took the picture of the soup can, which Mm -hmm. is from, I mean, the soup can is what from the 30s or the 40s, that logo, Mm -hmm. and then created something out of it. It just, it was done in the 70s. Hmm. So you liked the mini-challenge you thought B.B. should have liked? liked I liked it. That's fair. I liked it because it wasn't drawn out. I did think that Trixie looked ridiculous. Trixie was probably the worst of all of them and that Mm -hmm. she didn't seem to get the idea of it.
0: Um, We're talking about the the painting one, not the... Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. She was doing some weird thing there. Yeah. Now, what about the actual, cause uh, RuPaul announced the Maxi challenge. It's a two, it's two looks. There's the soup can realness and then there's the disco eleganza extravaganza, I believe it is. Yeah. Disco party ex- eleganza extravaganza. So let, let's, let's, what did you think of the soup challenge? Were there any, let, we can do the looks right here. What mm. did you think about the soup challenge? What were your thoughts on that? The soup challenge was dumb. Mm -hmm. The soup challenge, I think that nobody
1: seemed to really understand because she didn't necessarily describe it as, you know, immortalize your brand using a can of soup. It was just kind of create a soup can inspired by you and Andy Warhol. And then they started talking about branding and all that kind of stuff. And it didn't it, it just seemed there was no clear, concise movement of all of the queens towards one thing. Mm hmm so I didn't care for it.
0: Well, what's funny is she actually does, because I I had to listen carefully because I was pulling the clips. It it is very kind of like, uh, I can actually play it for you right here. She actually does... ...inspired looks from scratch. First look, in homage to his iconic Campbell's Soup Can series, I want you to become supermodels. That's right. You need to design a soup can that captures the true flavor of your charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. But it's literally like five seconds in the middle of a 45 second. Like people just tune out. You know, they're yeah. not hearing that part. But yeah, yeah, she technically did say it, but it was like, and like I went and said on the episode, like, what a dumb challenge. Like, how do yeah. you do that? Yeah.
1: Y- you well, know, and, and the fact, it sounds like really what they kind of did is they sort of took clip art and just put clip art on a piece of paper and then somebody printed it out for them and they glued it onto them. Yeah, exactly. The, the production it, it put just, it together. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I was expecting, which I guess we should be thankful for this, but I was kind of expecting Arts and Crafts Hour with like pipe cleaners and, you know, foam letters glued on and stuff like
0: that. So, Like the boat challenge.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: exactly. That would have been more interesting.
1: Oh, I I agree. I agree. It, probably there would have been more clear train wrecks, I think, in that. But, yeah, there it would have been more interesting.
0: Because <sighs> it was so dumb, like, them walking out. In, they were walking out in the soup can, right? Yeah. And, uh, okay, so the, the soup cans, like, t- like and, I, I, I've already given my thoughts. But what were your thoughts on Aja being in the bottom of the soup can and people really like it? It seemed like they liked the soup cans across the board except for Aja.
1: Well, I mean, a candy-flavored soup. It's it's a different concept, but it also was a concept that doesn't match her. So in that regards, it makes it – I agree. But, again, I don't know. that. As you
0: said, the people tuned out, and it sounds like Aja kind of tuned out as well. But you know what's funny is – and I feel I might have read this online – is I kind of feel maybe Aja did do the challenge. What she didn't do was she didn't do the soup challenge fitting in – the paradigm that the show wanted her to be in. Because if you think Mm -hmm. about Anja's looks this season and sort of what she's been putting across is sort of like this anime candy sweet look. Does that make sense? Kawaii. Isn't that what it's called? Kawaii. Oh, is that what it's called? Yeah, I think so. But the show wants her to be that bitch who was the like, they wanted her to make the Linda Evangelista soup. They want her to stay in that sort of brand that they created for her and i think maybe she wanted to get past that and go no this is kind of where i want my brand to be and this is what i want my look to be and they're like Nah, well we're gonna knock you because we wanted you to put the like the you're perfect you're beautiful you look like linda evangelista soup yeah, that's yeah. why we're like linda evangelista soup you're perfect you're beautiful did you stone mm-hmm. those tights <laughs> on the can and they would be like oh yay aja okay uh yeah. were there any other standout cans for you
1: uh i didn't get why they raved about bb's can i mean it was a pretty label yeah but it was it was literally a type of soup like
0: yeah it was like a literal <laughs> it was a yeah. literal <laughs> soup but, so. but but there was a lot of rigamores in this show
1: oh uh, we're, we're gonna talk about okay, rigamores good, towards good. The, when we get to the end of the
0: episode okay, i have
1: i have thoughts and i have
0: feelings good 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 uh okay so then that's the can challenge what were your thoughts on the looks and everything with the disco ball or disco party extravaganza eleganza
1: well okay i love the 70s disco aesthetic i love so i was excited for this challenge i I wouldn't call myself an expert but i have seen saturday night fever a couple of times okay so and i used to dance to dance fever when i was a kid in front of my tv with my little sister did you have
0: a crush on denny terrio
1: I probably did. I probably had a little six or seven year old gay boy crush on Danny Terrio. For Evan, Danny
0: Terrio was the host of uh, Dance Fever, a TV yeah. show where people just disco danced.
1: Yeah, there was, it was it was a it was the precursor to Dancing with the Stars, but it was all just disco stuff
0: and no stars.
1: Right. And my sister and I used to stand in front of the TV and do the robot.
0: Well, if you think about it, that, was a weird area But we they don't have anywhere where they had shows. Where it was people just literally, just normal people who would just show up, and then they would just dance, and the camera would just move around. Regular young, good-looking people dancing. Well, th- that was like
1: American Bandstand and stuff, or in Solid so, Gold. Did, or, no, 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 Solid so, Gold wasn't that. Like, no, was like Solid Gold was Soul just music. Train. Soul Train. We had a show when we were kids uh, in Philadelphia called Dancing on Air mm-hmm. that was on Channel Seventeen WPHL, and. Uh, <clears throat> That eventually turned into dance dancing USA. I think it eventually went to the USA Network, mm-hmm. but it was based out of Philadelphia. And there were the regulars that were on. It was kind of like hairspray that there were the regulars that you always look forward to seeing. And there was one kid that always wore sunglasses, and he like kind of dressed like Michael Jackson. And Kelly Rippa actually started on Dancing
0: on Air. Oh, really? No, yeah, she was. On. N- no, Dance Fever. I, I was too young. Well, Dance Fever wasn't like American Bandstand. It wasn't like that. No,
1: Dance Fever. If I remember correctly, Dance Fever was a dancing contest, and there were three or four contestants, and
0: then there was eventually there was a winner at the end. And I want to say oh. it was only like a
1: half an hour show. All right. So,
0: okay. So, because we know you now we we've established your expertise with the looks. Give us your thoughts.
1: Uh okay, so if I go through them really fast and I'm doing this from memory, mm-hmm. I I thought Aja looked beautiful, and I know that you said on the live the show that um, you felt like it was disco that that era relevant. I would slightly challenge that And that it felt more end of disco Like okay. it was going into the early 80s When disco was dead and we were going into hard rock mm-hmm. But those those hold-ons That were really trying to hold on to that um, Time period When you were getting a lot of celebrities That were trying to perform disco mm-hmm. albums Like your Cheryl Ladd Your Linda Carter That mm-hmm. kind of stuff That that. But I thought she looked beautiful um, It was very champagne And all of the little beadwork that was done I thought she looked great um, going down the line, Shangela was a hot mess. Um, and I agree with you that she definitely had that disc over her face to hide her shame. Um, yeah. Uh, who was next to her? Was that Trixie? I can send you the looks. You want the looks? If you just tell me who it was, I can tell you who each person was. Okay, hold on let me,
0: let me get my list. Okay, you had Aja, Shangela, Trixie was right next to her.
1: Trixie? I thought Trixie looked good. She definitely looked disco Barbie, disco Barbie roller skater, um, and particularly I loved the wide headband with the long flat hair. That's very, <laughs> that's very my Aunt Peggy in 1977. So I, I definitely got the disco feel for that.
0: Now let me ask you this question because I, was, I had my own personal uh, one-on-one with Larry Flick this morning because Larry didn't do a show today, and he was saying that the look she had was reminiscent of Dolly Parton came out with a disco album. Yeah. And that the look was very reminiscent of that disco album, uh, Dolly Parton. Would you well, agree with uh,
1: that? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I don't remember a whole lot about that. But they did do a Dolly Parton disco song, I think, last season. Maybe
0: mm-hmm. I'm nine, Burning.
1: Maybe I'm Burning, where Alexis Mateo did it versus somebody. I don't mm-hmm. remember who she, I think she, that's the one that she sent somebody home. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that at this point we recognize that. Trixie is definitely doing her inner
0: Dolly Parton on the outside. Let me ask you this question because something I saw on Reddit because it, it, it was something I touched. I touched on the part that you know. Well, well, I guess we'll get to the Rick and Morris part. Where let's revisit this, but I want to I want to drop this here because it do with Trixie. Where I feel Aja looked better than the judges said, but that Trixie didn't look as good as the judges said that they, it felt like they were trying to shape the narrative with the judges table and that they were really hard on Anja and that they were like, this is finally the Trixie we've been waiting for. And it felt like, not that Trixie She's looked a bad. Jumpsuit. Yeah, it's not that Trixie looked bad, but it's what Trixie's been bringing every week. It wasn't anything better or worse. I think it's because Trixie brought what they were ex-
1: expecting as far as the uh, challenge. And that she was, she was definitely very seventies. Whereas Aja was probably a little bit more, I would say, early eighties.
0: But don't you think that splitting hairs there, like going back with the Aja thing, that's why I think there was like they were really hard on Aja. Like she really, really fucked up. I'm not like you have to understand something. I'm coming oh, from uh, the opinion that Aja needs to. I mean, it was Aja's time to go. It was yes, it was Aja. I definitely think it was Aja's time to go. But they did her um, wrong by the way they did it.
1: Yeah, they, they definitely kind of looked very. And I know this is when you bring up your hog body. Kind of. It just felt very coming like coming for her Mm -hmm. versus other times when they just sort of critiqued her. Um, I think the soup didn't help. The soup challenge didn't necessarily help. Whereas you had Trixie that her soup challenge definitely was a little bit better. And I also think that not necessarily. I mean, the whole thing that RuPaul said about not knowing your history, it felt like it felt a little shady. But. I mean, ultimately, if you're going to try to present that as your argument,
0: then know what you're talking about. Okay. Now, uh, after Trixie, we had Kennedy. Kennedy.
1: I get Kennedy. That was definitely very disco, Mm -hmm. especially with the one drapey sleeve and the, the, you know, like the kind of hot pants type thing and the big afro hair. I didn't I didn't love it I, I feel like I feel like it was actually kind of ill fitting mm-hmm. it didn't seem to fit her as well as it could have mm-hmm. so and the belt I, I didn't get the big weird
0: bumper belt but, but that's another one where she got a bunch of praise on the on the from the judges they loved Kennedy's look they didn't oh. love her can but they loved her look yeah they didn't
1: get the grandma can and I didn't quite get that either
0: the grandma's grandma Kennedy's. like pop soup looking looking thing or whatever yeah Yeah. um okay and then what about bb zahara benet i thought bb looked beautiful i thought asha did a great job on her dress yeah because that's i was going to ask you about what did you think about this moment wait hold on no no this moment i wanted to do something black mm-hmm. Yeah, this will work. So what do I need to do right now? Do you need me to cut anything? Oh, you... What do you want me... to Do you want me to cut it out for you? Or I'm going to start for you. I can cut it in if you want to sew it because I don't know how to sew it. So you can tell me exactly what you need me to do. Okay, just uh, get some fabric and double it and then just, like, pin this onto it. And then later on the main stage, Bibi says this when, when Michelle asks her question. You made this? I do. So beautiful. What were your thoughts when you heard that Tato Boy? I thought that was shady. I thought that was shady and shitty. And
1: the fact, this is a positive and a negative. The fact that Aja didn't read her on the stage shows Aja's growth. Mm-hmm. Because I think, you know, not to, 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 to kind of paraphrase Shangela, season nine Aja would have went, wait a minute, bitch. I, I did that. Whereas I think that Aja, I think Aja was so in her head at that point that she couldn't even think to to necessarily
0: do that. But I just, I have thoughts about, I
1: have thoughts about BB.
0: Well, why don't you get into it? Because I mean, there's not really much to this episode. I mean, we're pretty okay. Let
1: me let me just end. Let me just end with Ben. I thought I thought Ben looked great. Mm -hmm. I I didn't necessarily get the whole we we expect you at 120 percent. You're only at 100. Mm -hmm. I. I, I didn't necessarily see that. I thought she looked like she was having fun,
0: but whatever. Um, I think they just can't have Ben win every fucking week. <laughs> They're like, we got to take a week where she doesn't win. Well, well I guess, but because you know. Ben's can was great, uh, her look was fine though.
1: Her I- look was very seventies. It was probably more on the earlier end, almost like a late sixties, early seventies for mm-hmm. disco. Yeah. But I, I, she looks great. Ben looks great every week to me
0: what did you think of the voiceovers i forgot to talk about this on the show how much i hate like they started it with the hello kitty challenge it was awful then they Mm -hmm. did it with the princess challenge uh in season nine awful then they did it uh last night where the drag queens do these really corny pre-written i don't know if they write them or if if production writes them these it almost sounded like mad libs yeah yeah, you know what? It did. It was like, it, you know, I I went blank with blank and blank, and blank was there doing blank with blank. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's just fucking corny and distracting and unnecessary. And now it made sense why she brought up that Bianca Jagger came in on a white horse so they could do that stupid shit fucking white horse bit.
1: Oh, I kind of like that. I kind of like <laughs> that they were all on the white horse. But that,
0: um, what did you think of the voiceovers just the way the challenge was designed?
1: Uh, I, I, honestly, if they had made it where rather than make a huge soup can, if they had just made like a larger, si- maybe like an industrial size soup can, and had that on a pedestal next to them, kind of like they did with the Princess Challenge, where they had the the blue screen, like you know, Trinity starfish or the whatever the other animals were that they did for the for the sidekicks, mm-hmm. that would have made more sense to me. All
0: right. Uh. Okay, so what were we saying now? What were you saying? Okay, BB. What about her? Okay, this isn't an official show. No? So I feel like I can
1: segue a little bit into rumors and theories and conspiracies and that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, and you're warning everybody. We're going to do some rumors and conspiracies here, yeah. Okay. So the longstanding
1: rumor is that BB is a mole. Well, yeah. And that's why she's been safe every week. Yeah. And... That's why she never really has anything to do with anybody, as far as you know, voting or not voting or possibly going home, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So this week she wins. So he's not a mole. Okay. So that kind of throws off my that kind of throws off my whole okay. She's a mole. She comes out yeah with her long black wig sure. and her big oversized caftan mm-hmm. next to Trixie, who looks like Dolly Parton yeah as a drag queen. Mm-hmm. So Dolly Parton yeah. And they proceed to do a Diana Ross song yes. uh-huh. and she proceeds to do not BB zahara Benet doing a lip sync. she proceeds to do Diana Ross, yeah. she was doing the exact moves mm-hmm. that she did during diva 's live, a role she was selected for where they said to her, "You will be Diana Ross, yeah, so she got to do Diana Ross two times mm-hmm. so while I get that people are now saying, well now she 's not the mole." I kind of feel like she still is the mole. Mm-hmm. It actually made me angry. At one point we were, were watching angry. the show. I was angry because I'm like, she's doing fucking Diana Ross. She's not doing any, you know, it it, it just, it, it made me mad. Mm-hmm. It made me mad because there was nothing original to that. There was nothing that showed us, you know, at least with, even with the, with the Queens that don't do as well on lip syncs, you can still kind of get something as to who they are. And 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 how they perform, whereas she just looks like at this point, for
0: especially for people who haven't seen season one, that she's just kind of a Diana Ross impersonator. It's so funny. I just had a conversation, like I said, in my own special episode of One on One with Larry Flick this morning. And he said BB does this is I'm basically quoting Larry Flick. That BB does such a good Diana Ross, like she's living her Diana Ross fantasy that she could at any point just go to Vegas and do Diana Ross. In an impersonator show, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, He also made the point, which is very funny, he he said the lip sync was very reminiscent of Latrice and Kenya Michaels. Remember Latrice was just standing there. She did a great job, but doing the I feel like a natural woman. And then Kenya was running around like a lunatic around the stage. Yeah, that's what it sort of felt like with Trixie with Trixie just dancing around like a which just is a much more upbeat song than feel like a natural woman. Yeah, yes, but, definitely. But um uh it 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 was her I minute. Mean, she just sort of she just knew she could just stand there and bounce her hair and do the Diana Ross eyes and and do the twirl, mm-hmm. do the twirl and the big half dance with so all that fabric and hair and everything yeah. moving. And she was going to win that. There was no way there was no way Trixie could win. And and, and again, I'm, I'm I'm bastardizing a point from Larry Flick. Um, so that sort of share your, that the you're saying production sort of had it in for her for that.
1: Yeah, I just I feel like that that was awfully of all the songs they and I also get that it's related to the 70s and that was one of Diana Ross's disco songs, but it just felt very sketchy. It just felt very very sketchy to me. But I mean, you know, I mean, technically at this point, can she be a mole and send one of the girls home
0: or? What I don't I, know if, I mean, now we're going into like rumor mill type territory, but I kind of think maybe the rumor, the mole theory is now gone. i be honest with you. I think this disproved it. You know, our uh, job okay. is, you, you're still buying in okay, it's fine. Well, I don't know. The, I, th-
1: there's something, there's something there. I don't know if it's that she's a mole or what it is, but mm-hmm. the whole idea that she because she's really the only one that's been safe the entire time, right? All of the other queens have been on the top or the bottom
0: Yeah, at some point.
1: Uh, has Ben ever been on the bottom? Ben's been, ben, ben has at least been in where the top or the bottom. I mean, Ben has always been in the top, but... I think this is the first time Ben's ever been safe. Right, but what I'm saying is, every other queen has been either on oh, 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 top oh, or on I the see, bottom. I see what you're saying.
0: I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: is that almost something where they had her go out so that it didn't, where people didn't start doing the looking at each other and doing the whole, wait a minute, has anybody else noticed she's the only one that's ever safe too, mm-hmm. and she's the only one that is a previous crown winner? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I, I there. I feel like something is going to be revealed. I might be eating my words at the you end know, of the season.
0: Look one of us eating our word cause I was the one that she was a mole and rumor mill and now she's not so like words will be eaten either way you know so uh well by it, the way by the way really fast yeah. something that no. I wanted to talk about and I keep forgetting to Don't talk do about it, it but
1: I listened to the first rumor mill of the season with you and Evan Yeah. and yes it is clear that they are standing on a green screen when Alaska and <laughs> yes. Chad come I mean, it's almost gotten worse with every yeah. like where it's more apparent yeah right?
0: become more and more obvious yeah which is funny. That means the person staying in front of a green screen and pretending that they don't know what's going on. Yeah, and they're like, "What? <laughs> um, what do you think about the fact that there's only three queens coming back now? This is not the rumor mill, so this is we're not going to discuss it here. But we pretty much know who those three queens are. But what do, you do think- we? Yes.
1: Okay, I think I know one.
0: But well, there's one that has to be there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let me say you this The two most obvious ones who wouldn't be there Are the ones who aren't there um, And uh, What are the your th- ones the most obvious ones Who be would be there. the angriest oh, I can think of one Who d- I didn't think was there because
1: There wasn't a talk. <laughs>
0: okay hold on for a second Everyone if you don't want to know like jump over a minute Ahead you know All right. Um, I, Everyone's pretty sure it's Aja, Chi-Chi, and Morgan Milk and Thorgy okay. are really tall. Okay. And they all well, roughly the same I,
1: you, It's clear that it's Chi-Chi because of the tattoos on her arms. It's yeah. the, the one black girl with tattoos on her arms, so. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, uh, it, yeah, so people are like, okay, Milk and Thorgy had a fucking tantrum because it would have made sense to have five girls versus five girls, almost like a gem versus the hologram. I mean, gem versus the misfits kind of thing. Yeah. But uh, if that's what they do. But... um. And Let me ask you this question: What did you think of the way they brought those girls back? Uh, well, you know, I, I'm, I'm jumping ahead. So the rigamore asked, "You're saying that they set up BB? What did you think of BB's elimination of Aja?
1: I thought it was shitty. I mean, when you think about the fact that she really helped her with the dress and everything,
0: but then like, who's she going to eliminate? Even if the no, dress? No, I know. If know. she
1: eliminates Angela, then she then it's a whole other thing. And that my fear and Babalu said this last night. He's like, you know. Trixie is going to pull out Changela's lipstick next week on the beginning episode. And I'm like, I think there's a good chance of that. Oh, you think so? I don't think Trixie's going to pull out Changela's lipstick. uh, I I don't know. That would make for good drama. Okay, I'm also going on this as all I know is that you've been doing all this whole, the tea has changed, the tea has changed, rumors have changed, all this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So I was expecting something big to happen last night, but I don't know anything about it because I haven't listened to that that rumor mill, mm-hmm. the special rumor mill you put out. Yeah. So it kind of last night was sort of like a. Pfft at the end, I was yeah. like, "Oh, well, that's it." But um, the tea wasn't I,
0: changing about the episode last night.
1: Okay. Well, but I figured the tea is changing for something next week, or something big is happening next week, and the only thing that I could have thought of was that Trixie had Shangela's, and then Shangela goes apeshit. That's that's just kind of my thought. I don't know. So.
0: You're making a face like you want to say something. No, I'm just saying, You're, well, you know, you can, well, I don't need to say anything. You could always go listen to the rumor mill available. To, I don't need to sell this to pages for $2. In other words, I don't need to sell Patreon to these people. But like, you can, right. you can always go listen to the rumor mill.
1: All right. All right. Well, I may, I may, I may do that. I don't know. I, there was part of me
0: that was nervous listening to the first one. I will tell and, you the latest rumor mill, the latest, the, 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 the addendum, you know, the, the mm-hmm. update Along with the original one from last Monday, they're very, very, very deep. Spoilery. I don't know if you, if you really don't want no spoilers. They yeah no, I'll yeah, probably wait. They literally yeah, lay out the whole saying, season.
1: I remember you saying the first one is a little bit more just kind of you and Evan. And okay, the other thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Listening to him our little savant mm-hmm. with knowing what season all of these songs <laughs> came from and who was was fascinating and terrifying all at the same time yeah he can tell you so and then you had the, you said that you create a Spotify playlist. Mm-hmm, I have it. So I was like, oh, I'm totally going to do that. And I got about halfway through the first season when I'm like, I'm sure some other queen on Apple Music has done this because I'm an Apple Music guy. Oh, okay. And there's like four or five of them. So I was I downloaded that and was listening to that earlier, as as well as a playlist that I made that has to do with all of the music of mine from high school. I apparently had really shitty taste in music in high school.
0: Oh, I have, I, I'm I just resigned to, let me, look, 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 you know what, this is a fun thing to do right now, is, I, because, you know, well, no, ever since I've given up, well, what I mean, life? well, not really, so, like, <laughs> before, I was, like, because um, I do, I do love hipster music, I do love mm-hmm. hipster music, right, and, um, I do listen to it, but at the end of last year, Spotify did this, uh, thing where it was like we're gonna guess your age based on your music taste from the past year right and it was you know the animation was you know the cat and i was like it's gonna say like 30 or 35 2 we're saying that because of my cool hipster music and it 42 <laughs> and i went what and then i looked at my daily mix i'm just gonna literally just pull up because you know you get a i don't know if apple music does this but where you have like a daily mix of um like a couple daily, like they make mixes for you based on what you like. Yeah, okay, they do that for me. I'm, just, too. I'm just gonna do a, a few seconds of, of just like the first ten. Okay, okay, the first ten. Here we go. A few seconds. Of, I mean, you know, maybe we can even do a little bit of a name that tune. Ready? Okay. The second you know it, you say the name. Okay.
1: Paul Young. Every time you go away. Wow.
0: This is RuPaul. Yeah. It's called Rocket to the Moon. All right. Okay.
1: (laughs) I need a hero, Bonnie Tyler. Oh, oh God. Suddenly, Olivia Newton John. Take a bow, Madonna. I'm so excited, the Pointer Sisters. (laughs) Uh, Culture Club. Uh, It's a miracle. Sarah, Starship. (laughs) Gloria by Laura (laughs) Branigan.
0: I can't hear it. It's it's low on that part. It'll come up. It'll hit up.
1: Oh, uh, You're So Vain by Carly Simon? Okay, here we go. Ah, true. Spandau Ballet.
0: Okay, we'll do one more. Okay.
1: Best Dance, Donna Summer, I, one of my all-time I, favorite songs.
0: I will say a lot of it has to do with just because I have all those RuPaul's Drag Race playlists. Uh-huh. And so, I mean, I genuinely do like that music, but I think a lot of it has to do like, I have uh, you know over 150 RuPaul's Drag Race lip sync songs. And so it uses that. Um, and, it, and they give you, like, I will say, they do give you, like, four or five playlists a day. And so there is a hipster one. But I just think it's funny that that's also one of them. Uh, th- th-
1: okay, do you want to hear mine? The favorite miscs that was picked for me. Yeah, sure. Because if you're 42, I'm 57. Oh. Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> right, I'll just I'll just read them to you, obviously, because you can't play them. But I can't help myself by the Four Tops. Oh wow, lovely lovely day by Bill Withers. Signed, sealed, delivered. I'm yours by Stevie Wonder. Are you an old black woman? I would die for you by Prince. If You Only Knew by Patti LaBelle. <laughs> Not one white person has been named here, but go ahead. No, here's here's a white person. Lover Girl by Tina Marie. Okay. <laughs> Golden by Jill Scott. I am an old black woman. Oh my God. Yeah, you work at if the DMV. If It Wasn't For Your Love by Heather Headley. Truly by Lionel Richie. Mm-hmm. Love Me Still by Shaka Khan. September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh so God. i an old black woman at a wedding. Yeah. You Dropped a Bomb on Me by the Gap Band, Mm -hmm. and then Cool for the
0: Summer, Demi Lovato. You're like, yeah. You're like uh, an old black woman whose granddaughter borrows her phone sometimes. (laughs) 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 Okay, but what was Uh, the original point here? I don't know. (laughs) Oh,
1: (laughs) because the playlist... And I was enjoying the playlist and listening to oh, and the rumor mill, high
0: school, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and the rumor mill. So, uh, episode. Uh, any other big takes on this episode? It wasn't. A, it wasn't a groundbreaking episode.
1: No, it felt like a filler. It definitely kind of, in some ways, felt like a filler. And I think okay, so of the ones who are left mm-hmm. without the whole Handmaid's Tale thing, mm-hmm. you've got BB Kennedy, Trixie, Shangela, and Ben. Yeah. If in the circle of life, in the mm-hmm. order of how things should go, how
0: they should go, should go, should go. Okay, who's the next one to go home? If it should go home, if it's who should go home, I'm gonna say just mm-hmm. BB because she's been so boring.
1: Okay, and I would I would say BB or uh, uh, Kennedy. I agree. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um. But uh, that's who should go home. Um, there was one more important sh- question about the show. Let me see if we walk through. So there was the Shang... Aj- I'm just walking through here for this Rilaska Talks. B- uh, um, you know, they people are getting sick of the Game of Thrones shit, by the way. Oh, my God. When she started that last night, we both groaned. Yeah. And if you know anything about Game of Thrones, to me, I feel like Shangela is more Marjorie Tyrell than she is uh, <laughs> uh, Cersei or Lannister or Daenerys Targaryen.
1: Uh, well, everybody wants to be Daenerys. Daenerys. So, yeah, but
0: so she's not. Yeah. And then, are did that mean that uh, Alyssa, Gia, and Laganja are the dragons? <laughs> that makes no sense if you don't watch Game of Thrones. Anyway, uh, did you see somebody wants me and you to do a Game of Thrones gay podcast recap? I'm like, no, it's all right. No, I didn't see that, but I'm glad I didn't because <laughs> No. Well, also, there's not much to say as a gay person. In fact, if anything, they hide it. But anyway, uh, anything else to say about this episode? We're going to close the book on this episode right now. Um wow. Yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad I got to actually
1: talk about it, because I, knowing that I wasn't going to watch it last night, there were things that I thought, oh, I really want to talk about this a little bit. But I just was not feeling up to it. Yeah,
0: so. no. And we talked about the, the Handmaid's Tale. The way they did the reveal was sort of underwhelming to me. Um, remember, last season was so shocking with the mirror. When they were behind the mirror. This time they just walked in and there was only three of them. and Yeah. it was. Like, what do you – oh. Yeah, when, even when there was just three, it was kind of like, oh, they all didn't come back. But. I know what I wanted to ask you. I was talking to our intern. <laughs> no, I was talking to my co-host and Patreon, Evan Ayers, and he was saying that among his friends, they're just kind of over the season. Now, they don't read all the spoilers and elimination theories and anything like that, but just as a show, they're over it. Are you in the same boat? I'm not over it. I
1: remember feeling more excited about All Stars 2. And I think that's also because the lip sync for your legacy eliminations were something different, um, that you were seeing some really, you know, some really A list queens at that point. We kind of talked about that it's a B list group. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. Mm -hmm. The level of excitement that I have for it is not what I had for All Stars 2. Okay.
0: How about you? Um, I'm it, yeah. It, we're seeing the b listness of it come up, and I just think it's just proving that VH1 rushed this All Stars when they didn't need it. We should have waited another year or two to yeah. do it. I think you should do All Stars every three years, maybe not four years. Maybe four years was a little too long to wait, but you could have waited three years.
1: Yeah. Um, well. Well. I mean, you guys talked about who you would like to see in an All Stars four on that first episode of rumor mill. And there were people that I thought, Oh yeah, I would think about, th- I could think about that as a possibility, but I don't, I don't know.
0: Yeah. I, I think- would, I would love to see one where it's like a redemption. You know, it'd be really good is you bring back Queens who went home like a really hated, or they went home really early, like a Serena cha-cha and a penetration and Tempest du jour and the princess and, you know, uh, Nicole page Brooks from Atlanta, Georgia, you bring them and what they're fighting for is a chance to go back on the show
1: so to where they get, they they fight so it's almost like a mini season where yeah. then they go to onto a regular season yes games. and they can I think I think doing one with first and second eliminations would be a good would be a good season yeah people that we re- because you know I mean we talked about this last season a little bit you know in the last minutes that she was on the show that's when I liked James Mansfield mm mm-hmm. mhm and i feel like we didn't get to see everything there or maybe we did maybe that was just a moment but i think it would be interesting to kind of explore some of the queens that we didn't really get to see a little bit further
0: okay um any other uh, any other any oh we did that oh and also we've been asked specifically on the rumor mill, even though this isn't the rumor mill, to talk about any season 10 rumors. But what I want to do is more of a, 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 a sort of a roundabout way here. They released who season 10 was. I mean, they released a season 10 queens list on, uh, uh, at the end of the show last night. And my question isn't about the season 10 queens. My question to you is about, do you think that releasing, or the, do you ever think, Having the season 10 come right after All-Stars 3 and thus we meet the queens a month before season 10, and that means – is it going to overshadow All-Stars 3? Do you think now everyone's now – their whole attention is now shifted to season 10?
1: I think you saw a lot of that last night. I definitely think as far as on Twitter, I was on our Twitter page and a lot of people – we're posting the, the pictures, the, you know, with the logo and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I I think this is a blip, and then I'm sure we're going to get the little mini-interviews, if we haven't already gotten those, a, a week or two out. And then hopefully it won't completely overshadow whoever the winner of season All-Stars 3 is.
0: Okay,
1: uh, That was kind of an unanswer. I'm sorry. But, <laughs> no, no, no. I, 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 I don't think—I think it's overshadowing for the moment because it's new, but— I think that the focus will go back on All-Stars 3 for the rest of the season.
0: Okay. Uh, All right. Well, let's end Rulaska's thoughts. There's a good, decent – length, a good 45 minutes or so of Rulaska thoughts. And, uh, guys, you got, you know, as a $2, thank you for being a $2 Patreon member. Cause things like this, when Taylor is too sick the night of to recap the show, you get a special event like this where you get to, in fact, I think only the $2 people will hear you this week, Taylor. They're going to hear you on form decor and they're going to hear you on, um, Rulaska thought So uh, thank you And then uh, Why don't don't we end Why don't we go out On a song here Why don't we go on On a Is there a particular song You want to hear To go out on Taylor Or can I just play anything Just play anything Okay Well uh, Thank you for listening To Rudlaska Talks I don't have An official uh, Song to close on But you know I've been really liking This song Joe Batantz Taylor the Latte Boy we'll see you next week with what I promise is a gag worthy episode Taylor out hey kitty girl it's your world when you walk the street step into the beat hey kitty girl get your world in the disco key you're a buggy about a queen gone tomorrow but you're here for today Cat get like